up along the way. We have the ingrained capacity to learn things very quickly from the matriculation of life from infancy to toddlers and adolescents, teenagers, all the way to adulthood. We learn things along the way and we, we pick up things that I, I wish tonight, I wish there were some things that we did not learn. Specifically speaking, from the youngest years of life, we learn human emotion. We learn human expression. And what, what that does is we learn that when there are certain events, when there are certain events, we learn that events dictate certain expressions of emotion. And what that means in short is you learn that when you are happy and things are going good and something, something requires you to feel the emotion of joy, it then determines and it then requires your expression to mirror the event that is going on at that moment. Which means when you're feeling good, you got a good crest, to pay smile on your face. And when you are not doing good, when you're not happy, when you're frustrated, when you're aggravated, anybody know what I'm talking about? It requires the inverse of the emotion to be expressed. And we learn to put frowns on our face. We learn when we're hurting and pain is endued upon our world, we learn to let tears stream down our face. And what agitates me about human emotion is sometimes we learn human emotion so well that we become professionals at putting on the right mask at the right time. Anybody know what I'm talking about right now? And it frustrates me because sometimes we become professionals. So professional that some of us at times we learn to be mad and upset longer than you're really upset. Sometimes you've gotten past a situation, you've gotten past the event and you're still wearing that mask because you like wearing that mask. But I, I've come to help somebody in the house tonight because there are some masks that the people of God should never get accustomed to wearing. There are some emotions of expression that the people of God should never ever get accustomed to putting on. I've come to help somebody in this season of life and tell you that you got to turn the page and you've got to take off the mask because it is not the will of God for you to walk around in defeat. Well, 
Well, I, I just want to reach for somebody's mask right now. I've come to tell somebody in 2021, uh, you might have felt way down, depressed, uh, and decadent in despair, uh, but in the name of Jesus, you've got to step into this season uh, and rip the mask off your face uh, and say, by the blood of the Lamb, uh, I am not depressed. Uh, by the name of Jesus, uh, I am not weary. Uh, at I just want to help somebody on this side right now. You ought to go to work tomorrow morning and say, I'm a child of the king and I'm washed by the blood and this joy I have, the world didn't give it and the world can't take it away. I refuse, I refuse, I refuse to wear the mask. Hey, you ought to clap your hands and tell the adversary, I feel weary, but I'm still here. I feel broken, but I'm still here. I got fractures and scars, but I'm still. I feel like I'm at 60%, so I'm going for 100 tonight. Because the adversary would cause us to believe uh, that because of the events and the circumstance uh, and the categorical placement uh, of where you are in your life, uh, that you're supposed to be sad, uh, that you're supposed to be frustrated, uh, that you're supposed to be down, uh, and you're supposed to be in despair. Uh, but I've come to tell you right now uh, that we are the children uh, of the living God, uh, that you are a child uh, of the living God, uh, and I refuse to go one more day, uh, sleep one more night uh, with tears in my eyes. Uh, I, ref I refuse to go one more second uh, with defeat on my shoulders. Uh, I've come to tell somebody uh, that we serve the God uh, of more, uh, more grace, uh, more strength, uh, more power, uh, more love, uh, more faith, uh, more promise. Uh, I Hey, I feel like I don't have much, but God has more. I don't have much strength, but God does. I don't have much hope, but God does. I wish somebody would clap your hands in the house and know that we serve the God of more. Hey, somebody shout more. Shout more. walk around as those in the world that have no hope. We don't walk around as those in the world that know not God. But you got to understand the fabrics of the word of God that we serve a God that is able to do exceeding abundantly above, which is more than you can even fabricate in your mind. I've come to tell somebody, your promises may be on hold, but you still have promises. Well, I feel like I got to convince some folks tonight. Because you say, preacher, it's Sunday night in the new year. And you just way too amped up. We got to ease ourselves and get rid of this 238 hangover. 
But I just got to tell you right now what God did in this house made me know uh, that God is still God. Uh, I don't care about a pandemic. Uh, I don't care about calamity. Uh, and I'm not being insensitive. Uh, I just have understanding uh, of the God of the impossible. Uh, I just have understanding uh, of the God of the invisible. Uh, and this God that I serve uh, is the God of more. Uh, he's not the God of less. Uh, he's the God of more. Uh, he's the God of more. When the world has less, I just come to tell somebody uh, at the church we have more. I just come to tell somebody we have more uh, of what you're looking for uh, because you won't find peace in education. Uh, you won't find rest in your bank account. Uh, you won't find hope in your family. Uh, but I know where you can go uh, to find more joy uh, than you ever had in your life, uh, to find more peace uh, than you can find in your money. Uh, I know where more is. It's in the house of God. We have more joy when we sing. We have more hope when we preach. I have more strength when I dance. I have more. That's it, sister. I wish somebody would just put something in your feet and say, I don't have less. I have more. But what about what about the events here here here's what you have to understand uh, every season of life that you walk through uh, you got to know that God is walking through you uh, the season with you uh, you got to understand that every trial uh, every event uh, every circumstance uh, there is not a displacement uh, of God's presence uh, he's right there in the midst uh, he's right there in the midst uh, he's right here in the midst there are times we feel that God forsakes us. Anybody can be honest tonight. There are times we feel that God forsakes us and because he has not answered yet and because he has not moved yet and because the situation has not changed yet, we somehow believe, we somehow begin to take on the mass of doubt that says well if it hasn't happened yet then maybe it won't happen but I just come to tell somebody in the house God will walk through the walls to illuminate your understanding that I know exactly where you are and I haven't forgot about your doubt. I haven't forgot about your unbelief. He said, you don't believe me? You just got to reach out and grab a hold of my hands. You just got to reach. You just got to reach, 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 Thomas. Behold my hands. I am who I said I am. Reach, Thomas. Behold my hands. I can do what I said I can do. Reach. Somebody shout reach. But why are you reaching? I'll tell you why you reach. Because he said, Thomas, when you reach, he said, your doubt turns into faith. He said, reach hither thy hands. He said, reach hither thy fingers and be not faithless. Because when you believe God, God is pleased with your faith and his pleasure is to please you. His pleasure is to bless you. His pleasure is to give to you. 
I, I don't know if you hear me right now. I said God is pleased with your faith. And when God gets excited, God starts to move. When God gets... house want a miracle? Oh, I don't know if that's enough hands because some of y'all, you know why you don't want to raise your hands? Because you want one, but you've been waiting a long time. But can I tell you, God doesn't need an excuse to work a miracle, but an impossibility is a good excuse if he wanted one. Can I tell you, because your situation is impossible, it's the very reason that God can show up in your house tonight. It's the very when it's impossible, when it's dark, when it's grim, when it's low, when it's broken, that's when God can fix it. So you tried to figure out what in the world am I preaching tonight? Well, I want to take you to a passage of scripture. 1 Kings 17 and 10. Because I'm not naive to understanding that 2019 was a hard year. Let the whole church say amen. 2020 things were still a little tough. But they still were hard. Let the whole church say amen. 2021, for some of us, it seemed like things were getting worse because you were running out of resources. You're running out of energy. Because it takes energy to keep believing in God when nothing is happening. Anybody hear what I'm telling you right now? It takes a lot of energy to keep being faithful and showing up service in and service out when nothing's happening. So 19, 20, and 21 saying, God, you got to do something. Is this all right on a Sunday night? This is a hybrid message. Sunday nights are shouting nights, but I'm just right in between right now. God, you have to do something. God, if you don't intervene, I don't know where I'm going to go. If you don't step in, I don't know what I'm going to do. But can I tell you that when you've lost grip on your situations, don't lose grip on God because his hand is right there in the midst. His thoughts are moving on your behalf. His will is not out of place. His plans are not out of joint. He can still do more. And I know this, I know this, is this all right tonight? I know this because you begin to read the fabrics of this text. And the Bible declares that the man of God, the preacher, if you will, Elijah was in a situation where God was trying to use him to help the people. The Bible declares that as there was a land 
of drought and a drought in the land of Israel. There was a, a land of, of famine in the land. It, it was equivalent to where we are now. There was no rain. There was no growth. There was no development. There was no increase. Everything was drying and dying by the day. And the news kept saying there's another wave. There's another variant. There's another this. There's another that. And the people were probably saying how much worse can this get and then God God says listen I've got a word that I want you to, to declare and that word is going to my God I feel the Holy Ghost and that word is going to be the catalyst it is going to be the defining point I can tell you right now in the spirit that this word tonight somebody ought to put it in your back pocket that before this service ends that this service is going to be a defining point that your business is going to turn over and you're going to see things you've never seen that God is going to work things out of your family like you've never believed not because it's a new year but because you got a new grip on your faith and knowing that God is the God of more, that God. Preacher, what in the world are you talking about? He said, he said the, the book of Cherit had dried up and the ravens are no longer feeding him. But God said, I'm going to provide for you because you need to provide for the people. He said, and in the widow city, where she lives, the city of Zarephath. He said, go to the city of Zarephath, and there I've caused a widow there. She will sustain you. So the Bible declares that in 1 Kings 17 and 10, that Elijah goes into the city's gates. Everybody follow me here. Goes into the city's gates, and when he gets to the gates of the city, the Bible says that in the gates of the city, that there, that widow that God had sent him to was in the city's gates. Hear me. The Bible says that she was gathering, she was gathering sticks. Everybody shout sticks. Hey, I want you to take good look at these barks of stick and don't forget them. Don't forget these sticks. Don't forget these sticks. She was gathering. She was gathering up sticks. With a firm grip on her sticks, the Bible declares that the prophet called out to her and said, fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel that I may drink. And upon this request, understand we are in a what? We are in a drought. And so I can see that Corn Williams eyebrow. Come on, her. Like, hold on one minute, preacher. You asking me for water in a drought. What in the world are you asking me? But there's possibly some water laying around in a barrel somewhere. So she turns on her heel and goes to fetch the water. And he calls out again. He said, hey, sis, while you're going to get that water, he said, bring me, I pray thee, a little morsel of bread in thy hand. Now, God, because you're asking me for water, that's a hard ask, but now you're asking me for bread. And I don't know if anybody informed you, preacher, but I don't have what you're asking for. She 
calls out back to him and said, said, preacher, she said, I have not a cape. She said, your handmaid, all I have, she said, all that I have in my house. She said, I don't have a cape. She said, all I have is a little handful of meal. Somebody say meal. All I have is a handful of meal and a barrel. And in fact, all I have to go alongside with the meal, all I have is a little oil and a cruise. And what in fact, what you don't know is, if anybody didn't inform you, he says, she said, in fact, I was going to take that handful of meal and I was going to take that little bit of oil in the cruise and I was going to take these sticks, somebody shout sticks, and I was going to build me a nice fire and I was going to make me a nice cake for me and my son and we were going to eat the cake and die. Oh my God, somebody. Preacher. It sounds good to preach a word of faith in a new year. It sounds good to tell the congregation that God can do exceeding abundantly above all you can ask or think. But you don't know what I'm dealing with. You don't understand, preacher. I'm on my last leg of faith. I'm on my last glimmer of hope. I don't have a prayer left in the barrel. All I have is a little bit. And I don't have enough for me and for you. But the prophet turned on his heel. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. He turned on his heel and said, sis, don't be dismayed. God sent me with a word. Hey, brother, don't be dismayed. God sent me with a word. And his word told me to tell you, don't give up too quick. My God, I wish somebody would hear me right now. Uh, hey, I know you're scraping the bottom of the barrel, uh, but don't throw in the towel too fast uh, because God is still on the move. Uh, don't give up too fast uh, because God is still in the miracle working business. Uh, don't throw in your cards too My God, I thought I would have more help in the house. Hey, don't cry too long because God got a... He said, hold it right there, sister. He said, hold it right there, sister. The Holy Ghost is talking to somebody right now. Hey, you better push the pause button on quitting on God because God ain't quitting on you. You better push the pause button on giving up on your prayers because God ain't giving up on you. You better push the pause button on telling God I don't think it's going to happen because God ain't. Here it is. He said, I'll give you some instructions. He said, you go and do what you were going to do. In other words, you keep on doing what you've been doing, trying to make it with every fiber of your being, pulling yourself up every inch at a time. Can I tell you, somebody in the house, I know that gas is 409 on the gallon for unleaded and 461 if you put in premium. But you better put it in and get to the house of God one more time. Because when you show up, I just believe more can happen than you think can happen. I just believe that more. Hey, 
hey, I know you feel tired, uh, but I feel like telling the adversary, uh, I got more joy in me uh, than you think I got. Uh, I got more strength in my bones uh, than you think I have. Uh, I got more faith in the tank uh, than you think. Anybody got more left on? Oh, yeah, I'm not talking to those that I'm saying I'm not too tired to give God my last. I come to tell you I came just to give God my last. And not only did I come to give him my last, but I've come to give him my first. This is the first service in the new year, in the new sanctuary, and this is my first chance to tell God I'm still believing. I'm not faithless. I'm not weary. I'm not down. I'm not broken. I'm still here. Go and do what you're going to do. Don't lose your consistency. Don't lose your consecration. Don't lose your dedication. Don't lose your footing. Don't lose your grip. Don't lose your faith. So she goes and turns. She goes and turns. But something had to happen. In her mind, you hear this, what I'm telling you right now. Somebody shout sticks. Something had to happen in her mind because firmly gripped in her hand, she has two sticks. And these sticks represent more than just two barks of wood to place in the fire. They represent her last day of hope. She said, I'm gathering these sticks and these sticks is all I got left. She said, and guess what, preacher? I just come to tell you, you came one day too late. You should have showed up. Why did you show up four days ago, Jesus? Lazarus is dead now. You came four days too late. You came one day too late. This is my last meal. This is my last hope. This is my last prayer. This is my last ounce of faith. But I've come to tell somebody on this first night of the year, this is not your last day. I don't know if you felt what I felt. I've come to tell somebody, you got to reach way down deep in the reservoir of your soul. You've got one more handful left. You've got one more handful left. You've got more than you think you have. Somebody shout more. I'm almost where I want to be, but here it is. The problem is, the problem is, problem is, in order for you to understand what God is going to do, you've got to let go of your sticks. Anybody hearing the preacher right now? In order for you to understand what God is going to do in this new year, you can't keep carrying sticks from 1920 and 21 into 22. You got to let go of your sticks. 
I don't know if you're on the rabbit trail yet, but I'm just going to get you there. Uh, what are you talking about, preacher? Uh, you keep holding firm to your sticks uh, and keep on trying to do it your way uh, and keep on trying to work it out without God, uh, and you're going to die uh, in the wilderness. Uh, but when you let go of your sticks uh, and say, God, uh, I'm seeking the kingdom first. Uh, I'm giving you my first praise. Uh, I'm giving you my Can I just tell you the first praise is the best praise. Your first fruits are the best fruits. Your first prayer ought to be your best prayer. God, from this day forward, I claim dominion over my mind. I claim authority over my finances. I believe that this year is the best year. Hey, somebody ought to reach up your hands and let your first prayer be your best prayer. In the name of Jesus, I claim territory. In the name of Jesus, I claim expansion. In the name of Jesus, I believe for a miracle. But you got to let go of those sticks. Those sticks represent the doubt you've been carrying from 19 to 20 and 21. These sticks, keep they, they mirror the image of what you keep holding on to and telling God, I don't know if it's going to happen, but you better let go of doubt and be not faithless. You better let go of unbelief and be not faithless. Hey, if you've been holding a grudge against somebody for something that happened 10 years ago, you got to let go of the sticks if you're going to be blessed. You got to let go. Of, my God, I feel the Holy Ghost. You got to let go of the sticks. Forgive them. Forgive yourself and get a breakthrough. Forgive them. Forgive yourself. Can I tell you? I feel the Holy Ghost right now. There are people in this house right now, you haven't been as faithful as you could be. You haven't been as committed as you could be. And the adversary is perched on your shoulder and said that you're the reason that God is not doing anything for you. But I just come to tell the devil, he's a liar. I may have failed God. I may have made mistakes. I may have not been as faithful, but I'm still here. I made it tonight and the first night. It's my first fruits. And I'm giving God my last handful. Can I just tell somebody, can I tell you that yesterday your mistakes, your past has no predication on the present. That what God can do in you tonight and from this day forward is exceeding abundantly above How do I do what I'm talking about? Romans 5 and 20 tells us that where sin doth abound, grace does much more. Well, I wish I had about three people that knew how to preach with a preacher right now. Grace does much more. Oh, I don't know if you hear me yet. Grace does much more abound. That means that God has more grace than you have sin. God has more peace than you have worry. God has more power than you have weakness. God has more strength. 
My God, I wish somebody would throw your head back and praise God for more and thank God for more and believe God for more. Somebody clap your hands until you feel something. Oh, clap your hands until you feel something. Come on, try lifting up your voice until you feel something. I'll tell you what I feel in the house. I feel more. I feel more. I feel more. Somebody shout more. And when you get rid of your sticks, God starts doing stuff for you like you've never seen. Anybody want to give me nine minutes? Come on, anybody going to give me nine minutes to convince you? And so you say, you know what, I'm going to take the preacher at his word which is hard to do because in her mind, the preacher's walking up empty-handed. You look at me, some of y'all look, I wish you can see your face in the mirror. This kid doesn't know what he's talking about. Does he know that I, I, I lost my job and I've been living off of my 401k for the last two years? God knows. Does he know that me and my wife, we ain't doing too good? Does he know that my daughter's in a relationship that I've been trying to get her out of for months and she's not listening? Yeah, but I also know and when you let go of sticks, God will give you bread. <laughs> oh, you're not hearing what I'm telling you right now. Because I know that Matthew 4 and 4 says that man shall not live by bread alone. But by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. And yeah, this preacher might look like I'm empty-handed, but I've got nothing in my hands, but I've got something in my mouth. And I've come to tell somebody that God can do more. That God can do more. That God can do more than you think he can. The preacher looks empty-handed, but guess what? With her handful of meal uh, and her little bit of oil in the cruise uh, and her two sticks in her hands, uh, he had more than she had. Uh, can I tell somebody in the house, uh, if God has given you a word, uh, you have more than you think you have. Uh, if God gave you a promise, brother, uh, you've got more than you think you got. Uh, if God gave you a word, uh, you better take it to the bank uh, and know there is more. walking around like this preacher this is the level of confidence I have left 
This is the level of faith I got left. This is a mirror image of the spirit that I got left to believe that God can do it. But I just come to tell somebody that if the all is synonymous of the spirit, I'd rather have a little bit of the spirit left in me to hold on than nothing at all. I'd rather have a little bit. My God. Hey. If you get down in life and you get down in the pit and you get down to a low place and you look in the mirror and say, all I got left is the Holy Ghost. I just come to tell somebody, you got more than you think you got. I don't know if you're hearing what I'm telling you. That's not a little bit of the spirit. That's a whole lot of God. That's a whole lot of power. That's a whole lot of hope. We have this treasure in an earthen vessel that the excellency of the power may be of God. And you can't get the credit when God does the impossible. So the widow turns, and I can see in my mind that she goes to this barrel. She goes to the barrel, and I can see. I'm not adding to the text. I'm just, I'm just empathizing with the situation. And if she was human, everything in her mind is questioning the word of the preacher. Anybody hear me right now? I'm not mad at you if you don't believe me yet, but you will believe me when I'm done. Everything in her mind is saying, well, God can, but what if he doesn't? It's a 50-50 chance. And I got one handful left. At least I can make one cake. She grabs that handful of meal and she goes to make that cake for the preacher. That was not the hard thing. 2019, you might have had a little bit left in your bank account. That wasn't the hard thing. That wasn't the hard thing. But can I tell you that second day was not an easy day. Anybody hear me preach right now? That second day wasn't an easy day. She's ready for a funeral. I don't have anything left. She said, I don't have a cake. And I just gave her preaching my last. We ate out, we just, we ate one crumb after the next. Can you imagine thinking that this is my last cake? Boy, I bet she was picking crumbs up off that table. One more crumb left. This is my last supper. But can I tell you, the last supper ain't the last supper. Because after the last supper, Jesus said, Thomas, I'm still here. Y'all ain't catching that, did you? I said, after the last supper, he said, Thomas, I'm still here. And so, what do I do on the second day? I'll tell you what you do. I can see in my mind that if she's human, she probably tiptoed over to that.
And if she's human, if she's like this brother right here, I, I'm tiptoeing with my eyes closed. So I'm saying, God, I'm believing, but I know that was my last hand. And I can see in my mind's eye, I can see her reaching. God, please let that be something in here. And I can see her reaching over in that barrel. And all of a sudden, she gets another handful. I said she got another handful. But don't shout yet. Because probability, probability leaves a little room for the skeptic in the house. Because the skeptic would say, with a handful of meal, there's a great chance there was some granules of bread and meal that slipped through her fingers, Brother Frost. And maybe that second day, there was a, just a little bit left. There had to be a little bit left. There was a little bit left in there. She made her way that second day. There probably was something left. Oh, but the third day. Somebody say the third day. Does that sound familiar to anybody in the house? But the third day, ain't no way he getting out of that grave. But the third day, there ain't nothing left. Oh, I want us to stand across the house. The Holy Ghost is about to move in this house. But the third day, the third day is a death sentence. 2019, 2020, Sister Bradford was rough. 2021, I feel like all I got left is sticks. Is the Holy Ghost talking to anybody in the house? I want to see the hands in the house. I'm telling the Holy Ghost is real. You know how I know the Holy Ghost is real? Because your pastor got up here and used the exact same text without knowing. And he said, by a show of hands, I want to see everybody in the house that has unanswered prayers that God hasn't answered yet. I want to see those same hands. Can I, come on, can I, let me see your hands. Will you recognize that there are things that God hasn't done yet? That hand that's up right now, you know what your hand is doing? You're reaching. I want you to reach up those hands. You hear this preacher right now. I refuse to wear the mask of emotion that says I'm going to be depressed for one more year. I refuse to wear the mask of emotion 
that says I'm going to be broke one more year. I refuse to believe the lie that there's nothing left in the barrel. Because what you don't know is is that when she showed up to that barrel on the third day, I could see her tiptoeing. God, I'm going to believe the preacher. God, <laughs> I don't have it in my bank account, but I'm going to put it in the offering plate anyway. God, I'm going to believe. If you said it, I believe it. Settles it. And I can see her reach out her hand. One more time. And she reaches over in the barrel. And all of a sudden, she gets one more handful. I don't know if you hear what I'm saying. I said she got one more handful. No, I don't think you're hearing what I'm telling you. Because if you understand, she got one more handful. I just come to tell you, I showed up one more service to believe that God has one more chance. That God has one more. And that doubt, that doubt, That doubt when she started reaching. That doubt when Thomas started reaching turned into faith. Can I tell you? Can I tell you how I would have went to that barrel the fourth day? Can I tell you how I would have went to that barrel the next day? I feel a shout in my spirit. Can I tell you how I would have went to that barrel the next day? Guess what? It was empty. It was dry. It was impossible. But we serve the God of more. Can I tell you how I would have went to, to that barrel that next day? I believe there's something in the barrel. I know that God can do it. He did it one time. He did it two times. He did it three times. And I believe that this year. I'm going to try that again because I feel like pushing a button of faith in the house and tell somebody, hey, you got to step out of your pew and step out of depression and step out of doubt and step out of faithlessness and say, God, I'm going to reach in the power one more time. Here it is. I'm done. what we're not going to do. We're not going to wear that mask you've been wearing after tonight. 
here is what we're not going to do. We're not going to leave this house with doubt for one more service. Here is not what we're going to do. We're not going to leave with frustration. We're not going to leave with depression. We're not going to leave with bitterness. We're not going to leave with doubt. We're going to let go of sticks. And here is how you let them go. You lift up your hands as high as you can get them. Come on, lift them up. Open up your hands. Open up your mouth. And reach. Yes. 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 Reach for strength right now. Come on, reach for strength right now. Come on, reach for one more handful of faith. Come on, scrape the bottom. Come on, scrape the bottom. Hey, if you got a little bit of Holy Ghost left in the tank, I want you to stir it up. I want you to mix the spirit with the word and let God bring forth bread. Let God bring forth a promise. Let God bring forth a miracle. You got to make that cake. Come on, you got to get every ounce of crumbs of meal that you got left in that handful. Come on, pray with everything you got. Come on, you've got more prayer. You've got more prayer. You've got more prayer. You've got a louder cry. You've got one more ounce of hope. You've got more tears. You've got more strength. You've got more faith. Yes, yes, yes.